Hello there. Welcome to the Star Force podcast. It's a very exciting day today. Uh, Adrian, what day is it? Uh, I don't know. December 19th. What's important about that particular day? Star Wars comes out today. Yeah, we get to watch a new Star Wars movie today. Um, I am embarrassed at how excited I am for this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've been talking about it ever since The Last Jedi. The credits rolled in The Last Jedi. I feel like we've been anticipating this movie. There's been a, It's been a long couple of years of speculation, excitement, nervousness. Um, how are you feeling today? Who, who are you, by the way? Are you going to introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. My name's Christina Francisco. Uh, alongside me today, also watching the movie with me today, is... You're supposed to say my name. Then Adrian Ariza. And I say hello. <laughs> this is didn't practice this at all. Clearly, um, but yeah, Adrian, how are you feeling today? We're f- how many five hours away from? Yeah, from uh, uh, our showing. Is it two o'clock. Yeah, like four and a half hours now. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm trying to go in as empty as possible, with no expectations, no. Uh, you know, wanting to see anything. I just want to go in empty, let JJ mm-hmm. tell me the story that mm-hmm. he wants to tell me. And I'll, I just want to approach it in that way. Cause that's how mm-hmm. I approached the last one. And I think I enjoyed it more th- that way. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I don't want to go in with any sort of expectation to then when it doesn't happen, I end up being disappointed or anything, you know? And a lot of people go into movies that way and, I don't think it's useful to do it that way. I think it's better to just go with the flow, let the movie say what it needs to say, and then, yeah, just approach it that way. I'm um, nervous, excited, sad about today. Mm-hmm. It's a mixture of all those. Nervous, I don't know why. I guess it's just excitement, anticipation, because we've been talking about this for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and And I'll be honest when I say I'm... Pretty much whatever they put out today, I'm, I'm in love. Um, mm-hmm. I've loved these characters. People keep asking me because, you know, we've bought tickets every day for the next four days to mm-hmm. see this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people, the first question we get is, what if you don't like it? And I, I tell people, I'm going to like this. I like well, the first two. My, I, yeah. I like the characters. I'm invested. Yeah. My response to that is, it's not if we're going to like it or not. It's more of, at least me personally, I want to see it with as many opening night type mm-hmm. crowds as possible. Because that's the energy. Yeah, because I remember room. watching... we And we've seen them all on opening night crowds, and all of them on opening night crowds have been great, and it's an experience. And everyone's fully invested, mm-hmm. and everyone in that theater are fans, and everyone in there is going to enjoy it and be positive and mm-hmm. love it. And so when people ask me, why are you watching it four times in a row? What if you don't like it? It's not if we like it or don't like it. It's I want that experience. Because when... Mm-hmm. When in our lives, I guess, are we going to get to do this again? Especially for a Skywalker saga type movie. Mm -hmm. We aren't because allegedly this is the last one. So, you know, and then for prequels, I was a little bit younger. So I didn't get to do that for those movies either. And then obviously for the originals, I wasn't around for that. So this is our trilogy where we can be there opening night, you know, be there with the fans, be there with the crowds. And I want to experience that. Um, as many times as possible, especially now that it's the final one. Right. And I guess that's where the sadness comes in. Like I'm, I'm enjoying, I've been, I, I've told you before, I enjoy watching the movie or speculating and, and talking about what could happen 
almost as much as I enjoy the the thrill of actually seeing it. Because mm-hmm. um, that's part of being a fan and being in the fandom. Like it, it's fun to you know look at what we've seen over the course of 40 years and try to figure out where this is going to end or just talk about it talk about the themes pick up on things that we hadn't noticed before like that's fun and and then also like it's it's this you're right this in a way even though we had the prequel trilogy we've been alive for that um i was a kid you know when the first one came out and yeah we couldn't we couldn't go by ourselves to the mirror you know and we couldn't and i was in i was only you know slightly invested for numbers of for a number of reasons but um this really felt like our trilogy this felt like the trilogy that yeah that it felt like what it must have felt like in the 70s and the 80s when the originals came out and right. you're right the skywalker saga is ending we just rewatched all of the movies yes and it's brought us to this day in this movie and i guess that to me it, it's going to close and we're going to you know, we're not going to see, who knows if we'll ever see Adam Driver in another Kylo Ren performance, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega. This cast has been incredible. Mm-hmm. These directors have been incredible. These stories that they're telling with this particular trilogy, I think has been incredible and everything I could want in a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm owed anything for a Star Wars movie, but it's been fun. And I'm a little, it's bittersweet that it's ending, but I'm incredibly excited, I think, out of all of them to see how it ends. Well, um, it's bittersweet that it's ending, but it is exciting that we get to see it and we're around for it Mm -hmm. and we get to live in this moment so that's really cool but then also it's uh optimistic for what lies ahead also you know Mm -hmm. and what what they're going to come up with next and the ability to now explore stories in the star wars universe outside of skywalkers right Mm -hmm. so that's kind of cool and we've already seen that so far with some of the like the cartoon shows, um, with the Mandalorian show on Disney Plus right now, they're you know live action Star Wars, and we're going to see what the future of the franchise looks like. And from what I can tell, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting, and we have people. Some of the most talented people are involved with it. Uh, for example, John Favreau, who is one of the Marvel. Well, I mean, he's like a Marvel director. He directed the the, the Iron Man that started the Marvel. You know, I guess cinematic universe. Yeah, pretty much have started the MCU and all the movies that came out of that. <clears throat> and I think who's the other guy? Uh, Kevin Feige, Feige, something. Mm-hmm. He's also like the guy who mapped out um, all of the Marvel, like at least the first phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So to have him also be involved in Star Wars makes me think that at some point we might get something similar where they're going to be uh, telling stories. In that way. And so that's exciting. And basically all that means is more Star Wars, right? And to me, that's right. always a, that's always a plus. It is. I have my own separate set of thoughts on that. But, but regardless, I'm excited. It's a fun time to be a Star Wars fan. It's a fun future, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and this will be the last trilogy for a while. So we've heard from Kathleen Kennedy. So that also is kind of bittersweet. And I think that's what really has made these movies special is that it has been a nine-act play that we're finally getting to see end in 2019. Yeah. Um, But we all say that, who knows, 10 years later, we could could throw more money at this and we'll be back here again excited for another uh, entrance into this saga. But but I'm treating it as it's not. They said that in 2005 at Revenge of the Sith, they said Mm -hmm. that was going to be the last one. But then here we are, you know, 2019, and they added three more. So you never know. But I think 
from the get-go, what George has been saying, George Lucas, uh, about being a nine-act play or three three-act plays, all that stuff, um, that vision is going to be finally fulfilled today. And then if they do decide to do like a 10, 11, 12, I mean, I feel like maybe that ruins it. What more, I mean, what more would you have to say, I guess, at that point? I think it's better to just end it here on nine and then move on to something different, you know? Right. And I think that'd be the best way forward. Um, so that being said, I think, I think it would be a good way to just kind of start off, uh, this podcast here, kind of talking about not necessarily what we want to see that if these things don't happen, we'll be disappointed, but what we're looking forward to in this Mm. movie. Um, you can name like the top three things. I'll name the top three things. These are things, full disclosure, if they don't happen, I'm not, they Star Wars doesn't owe me any of these things. These are just things that I'm excited to possibly see or look forward to based off of what we've seen in the trailers. Um, and what happened in the events of the last Jedi and the force awakens. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, you want to go first there? Uh, sure. Okay. Uh, things I'm excited to see that I can sort of, I guess, deduce from the trailers and what we've seen so far. Uh, I guess one thing would be, um, having Finn, Poe and Ray, uh, all be together. I mean, in the previous movies, you know, they each had their moments kind of separately. Finn and Poe would be together. Finn and Ray would be together. And in the middle one, they're all kind of separated as it is in a, in a middle act of a play. But now in this one, they're all going to come together. But I'm assuming at some point also, they're going to split apart again in this third one, right? Because mm-hmm. they're all they're going to come together at one point and they always have to split up and do their separate things because they have different missions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But at least for a good chunk of the movie, I expect to see them together. And I think that'll be exciting to see the dynamic and the chemistry and the acting between um, those actors. Uh, let's see. Another thing I'm excited about, obviously for me, more Ray and Kylo interactions, which I ex- expect to get a lot of. And from what I can tell in the trailers, lots of lightsaber battles between them. Yeah, it seems like they're going to be fighting a lot, mm-hmm. and that's always cool for me. I like to see that. Um, what else? Um, uh, always like seeing the droids. I like that in the trailers. We got a lot of C3PO. We got some mm-hmm. R2. A lot of BBA and the new one DO, and so those are always exciting for me to see the droids and how they interact with the characters. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, I guess the other one, just to, I mean, I guess I'd like, I'm interested to see what's the deal with Emperor Palpatine. Mm-hmm. That's exciting, and how, what's the explanation for that? How does he come back? Is he some sort of Force ghost? Did he survive? Is he, you know, whatever? So that that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that'd be. I said four. Sorry. No, oh, that's fine. You can have more than four things that yeah. you're looking for. I mean, there's more, but those are the ones off the top of my head. I think the number one thing I'm looking forward to are the... Because we watched The Last Jedi last night, so it's fresh in our minds. Um, not like it's always not fresh in our minds, but mm-hmm. we literally just watched it 24 hours ago. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, the angsty, emotional scenes between Rey and Kylo. I think that's going to be the heartbeat and the real thriller in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're like you pointed out, they're fighting a lot, but we've, from what we can get, they're going to have to talk it out a lot too. Um, and that's going to be. I'm, I'm really interesting to see their journeys alongside and how that how that plays out. I think that's going to be some of the most thrilling parts of this film right. in action and emotion. Sure. Um, I also am looking forward to kind of the whole gang back together again, even though they weren't always ever together, but I guess Ray and Finn and Poe and seeing how that dynamic plays out as 
how they butt heads, how they laugh, how they cry, mm-hmm. how they go through this journey together. You're right. They're going to have to be separate at some point, just like every journey um, where always, there's a lead. Like, it's always like that. Yeah. I mean, Return, Return, of, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Return of the Jedi is a good example where at the beginning they were saving Han, so Luke and Leia were together, and then they all kind of came together, and then at Endor they ended up splitting up again because Luke had to go face Vader. So it's always that dynamic uh, you'll get some screen time with all three of them, but they're always going to have to split right. up because they all have their own separate missions. Right. There's every generation has a legend. Yeah. Poe Dameron isn't that legend. Finn isn't that legend. It's Rey or right. Kylo. And she and, and her she mission is, is usually separate separate from theirs. From and theirs. it takes a certain trial. Yeah. In, in her own right, and right. Um, so there will be separation, but there will be some fun stuff along the way. Yeah. Third, I guess. I, I mean, the end honestly right. i'm looking forward to seeing how this all wraps up i mean we've heard jj say which i can't even picture right i now. don't have no i won't take a guess because i'll look like an idiot right <laughs> like, i mean we've taken guesses we've in taken previous guesses, yeah. podcasts and but any like, of our guesses have been pretty right generic conclusions but like it depends on where these characters end up but now here a few hours away like i can't even i can't even picture an ending like how, no, how do you end I don't this know. what's the last this? scene what's the last shot i don't know yeah. like what what even what where are all our characters at this point mm-hmm Oh, you know who knows, um, and and it's a tough task. And JJ has talked at length about how he's not only having to end this trilogy, he's going to have to end nine right. movies. Um, and he wants people twenty years, thirty, forty years from now to be able to watch from beginning to end and have a cohesive conclusion. And that mm-hmm. is a stressful situation to be in. But thank God we're not the filmmakers. That'll be in JJ's hands and Chris Terrio. And from what I've read about Chris Terrio, he has been incredible. I'm really excited because he's a great writer. He won the Academy Award for Fargo. Yes, he also wrote Batman vs Superman. But Argo, there's some other not Fargo. Oh, sorry, Argo. Um, Fargo is a TV show. Yeah, Fargo is a yeah Argo, movie. Argo, Argo with yeah. uh, Ben Affleck. And um, the dude from Little Miss Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great actor. That's belittling him to just one movie, but you get the point. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan Arkin. Uh, but uh, from what I've read, he has completely involved himself in the mythology, the the ethos, the pa- the pathos, the the foresee mythy uh, essence of Star Wars, mm-hmm. and and really thrown himself at the mercy of that universe. And he is. Um, a smart guy and he's a great writer clearly um, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to see kind of what they came up with for this I mean if that was his role then I think he probably brings in the the themes the motifs the mm-hmm. the the grand story of it all and JJ probably brings in the adventure the fun the right. you know the the special the effects the, yeah, the, yeah yeah so to make it a fun movie and then he probably brings in the the mythology the of it, the, yeah, the soul, yeah. So that's a good mix. It's good to have good, that, I'm, I'm and that, and that's probably what you need to close something like this out. So that's good. That's a good yeah. decision. So, so I'm excited. I was. I remember whenever we came out of the Last Jedi, and we were really just bummed because we knew at that point JJ had get, gotten the last movie, and we were just really apprehensive. And I know there was. We went through a time period where we were just like, I don't know if he can do it, man. Because I love Force Awakens, but it was kind of a softball. Um, as far as like an easy, easy one to kind of. Did just... we know at that point that JJ was? We did because I remember. I thought it was. I remember us saying, "I wish Ryan was directing the last film." Mm. I think for me it was more like, well, I mean, I wouldn't mind Ryan doing it, mm-hmm. but for me it was more of, uh, for sure, we didn't want the other guy to do it, the first guy, because he did like Colin Jurassic Trump. World yeah, and, and he, some other ones that weren't. He did, he at least for like me, weren't that great. So I was like, "How are you going to put this guy in Star Wars?" 
And then we were thinking, well, okay, maybe Ryan can do it, but he had already just done eight. And so they went back to JJ, which was like, like you said, it was one of those, okay, Force Awakens is great. We liked it. But we all knew that it was safe. It was a return to form. It was a bring everyone back from the prequels type of film. And, and so, the, and this is something I think that JJ did when he, when he was doing like TV interviews and stuff, was always like, hey, I took risks in this one. I tried new stuff. I went, I went for it. Which I think is what we need to hear, because mm-hmm. after seven, you know, most people thought, oh, we're just gonna see a Return of the Jedi or something, or mm-hmm. something we've already seen before, and it's just you know, like that choose your own adventure, he, or like a Mad Libs of he, it's already written out. He yeah, just fills he in just the fills blanks. in the blanks. Yeah, but from what we can tell, that's not gonna happen this time, which is good. I'm excited for one, and that reminds me of another thing, which I'm excited that he's pointed that out. And that way, I'm that, that's totally made me like. And I know the cast loves JJ, and they're comfortable with him. And mm-hmm. from what we've read and seen in, in interviews, that it was a pleasant experience, which is always great and reflects in the movie. Um, one other thing I'm looking forward to is speaking of risks, taking and stuff like some new force stuff, like new mm-hmm. force capabilities, mm-hmm. whatever that may be, an extension of the force bond, right. Whatever that means, um, you know, just new weird force stuff. I never get, I don't, I never understand why whenever people see a new force thing, there's always a segment of fans that just happen to like complain about it or for whatever reason. And the argument I hear is that, oh, well, Star Wars has a certain set of rules and Star Wars has a certain set of force ability rules and blah, 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 whatever. Right. And so to me, I'm like, first of all, Star Wars is set in like this huge galaxy and the force is this supernatural cosmic whatever thing you know why are we limiting the force why are we limiting the story why are we we have a whole galaxy a whole universe to play around in and we're saying no we can't see new force abilities because that's just not how star wars is no you could you should be able to do if there's a force ability that makes sense within the you know constructs of what even if it doesn't make sense in front of inside the constructs of what we've seen from the force so far why not throw it in that's exciting that i mean i like to see new force abilities and i i think that's always really cool to see like example one in uh empire strikes back uh when when luke is captured by the snow creature guy i forget his name sorry but he pulls the lightsaber out of the snow. That was something we hadn't seen before in New Hope. He had mm-hmm. never done a force pull of the lightsaber out of the snow. And, and now that's people, pretty standard. And now, like, that, yeah, that's a standard thing that's been uh, used everywhere. In, in the prequels, in the video games, and everything, you always have that pull ability to grab things with the force. So that's, you know, that, I, I welcome new force abilities. In always. a weird way, those people and the message they're trying to put out there is the message that the last Jedi and the force awaken is, is trying to teach us that there we need to just not destroy the old, but maybe the Jedi have been doing the same thing for the last 40,000 years or whatever, you know, billions and billions of years. Mm. Maybe it's time that we get rid of that book and we open it up. It's not about getting you. rid. It's not, I don't think it's about getting rid of the book. I think it's just, uh, well, the whole, you have to respect what came before it, which you do. But then also, you know, well, it's the, hero, it's the hero's journey, right? It's taking the lessons that the generation or the people before you have learned and that you've learned and surpassing it, surpassing it and, and building and bringing something new back. Yeah. And that's the whole point of the hero's journey, really. Yeah. Um, and so what what is the point of just sticking to the same set of rules 
and, and arguing for that whenever the Star Wars is you know surra- is surrounded and at its core is the hero's journey through mm-hmm. generations and uh, so I don't know but not, I yeah. agree with you and so I'm not I'm trying really... I wasn't I mean I'm not trying to say I mean all I'm saying is that I just don't understand that because to me it's we should be open to new force abilities that's great and it, and it's one of those uh, as as a director or as a writer of those movies it's it's one of those you can't approach those movies in that way. Because it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? People are going to like it. Some people are going to hate it. And, you know, in Force Awakens, everybody complained because it was the same. And Last Jedi, everyone complained because it was too different. So you can never please everyone. Mm-mm. So you have to approach the the story or, you know, the creative process in a way where you say, look, I'm going to make the... I've been tasked to do this. Disney or whoever, Lucasfilm, gave me millions of dollars to write this story because they trust my ability. I'm going to write it in the best way that I can. People are going to love it and other people are going to hate it, but that's okay. That's just the creative process right. in general. You're never going to please everyone. So in, in terms of if that's the way you want to approach things and have new force abilities and do crazy things and have, you know, new stories and, and new abilities and new everything, then yeah, that's great. Do it, please. We need that. And that should be encouraged. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that closes my point, and I'm looking forward to seeing new stuff like that. Because what's the point in seeing the same shit all... Right, yeah. yeah. I don't want to I mean, see... Like, I don't want to see the same stuff. I mean, I can genuinely say if we see Return of the Jedi tonight again, then I might, I will probably walk out of there slightly disappointed. Yeah. Just because you've been saying, oh, it's different, and I took risks or whatever, and then we see Return of the Jedi again, then yeah, that's going to be a little disappointing. Right. And I hope that's not the case. I don't think it will be the Based case. Based on the trailers, I mean, it doesn't. Yeah, there's a lot more going on there. Right. I don't think it'll be the case. To prove that's so, not the case, yeah. but yeah, let, let's let's hope that they've you know strayed away from that. Yeah. And I think that's something that you know, in a way, Ryan Johnson, the director of Last Jedi, did was he kind of closed all those loops in the middle one that if left open they would have ended or the movie the the last one we're about to see would kind of have to end in a return of the jedi type way right if snoke had survived then you still have this emperor type guy who's who's alive that you have to somehow kill off and and uh i don't know i think the the loops that were closed in last jedi left a blank slate for episode nine to get real cool to get new and refreshing and different and end it in a unique way that we haven't seen before. No, that's a great point because I tried to think... I was thinking last night, like, what if Snoke wasn't dead? Right. And we were going into this movie with Snoke still Supreme Leader and God knows what have happened what, what happened in that throne room. Um, and how almost predictable, like, the next movie would be. Right. Or, or, and how much more exciting it is that he... Whoa, they freaking like killed the guy that we thought was a villain and but that was a subversion because this has been like think of all like the fun things we get to think about going into this movie and how right. we have no idea like what's palpatine been up to like well, well kylo's kylo kills his his master like what where's his head at in this next film like it's 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 really interesting and i'm so yeah, excited we get, yeah. we get to see we get to see what if you know what if it had been darth vader as the ultimate baddie in Return of the Jedi as opposed to the Emperor. In this one, we get to see Kylo Ren's the big baddie 
allegedly and a conflicted big baddie which a conflicted makes big baddie, which makes it interesting, interesting. Yeah. yeah and then obviously a conflicted gave... big baddie with a very close connection to the big goody on the other side yeah that's true which is another element there too that's true. plus it also gave a chance for them to bring the emperor back which is also exciting because he's mm-hmm. a favorite character or a favorite villain of a lot of people and he's been there since the beginning right and he's been there since you know episode one we got all the backstory of him in the prequels he was in empire strikes back for a few moments and then highly featured in return of the jedi so he's a big villain who through the prequels we've seen that he's the one that orchestrated everything um and from what we can tell in this one it seems like he has some sort of backup plan that is going to be orchestrated in this movie. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting to see that, you know, this guy has been planning this for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And now it's up to, to Ray and, and whoever else to, to help, you know, bring him down finally. Mm-hmm. So do we want to move and transition into maybe a little bit of speculation? I know you don't like to speculate, but you've uh, kind of done that for the past couple of days. Just we spitballing. Can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I mean... I think it's the last week, the last few hours we have too. Mm-hmm. I don't think we won't know until the credits roll if we were right or wrong. It doesn't. It's not important. I don't to care me to be yeah. right or wrong. I don't want to be right or and wrong. And that's the thing is, it's not important to me to be right or wrong. It's so it, like any of the things that we're speculating, I would love to see on screen, right. but I would love to also be proven wrong too. That's I would love it to, to be. Yeah. I would love to be my my thing that would be amazing would be everything I said was wrong. And I see something completely new, mm-hmm. and I'm totally surprised. To me, I like surprises. I like to be, uh, yeah, I'm surprised. I, I like to see something new. I like to not know what lies ahead, right? And and that's what you go to movie store. That's that's why mm-hmm. you you know read books and watch TV shows, and you like to see these stories that do something different. That that is. To see a unique and new story is always very exciting for me. But and there are see- also some beats that I would love to see that I would just love to see on screen. No, of course. Too. Every story is going to have... Character... Like, I'm talking about like character Right. Arcs, every yeah. story is going to have a similar t- sort of foundation and themes and motifs that they're trying to hit on and whatnot. But at the same time, there's unique ways to do that. And I appreciate it when a writer or a director or whoever does something different with it that we haven't seen before which and 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 you have to think about that's hard to do in 2019 because we've seen all kinds of stories we've seen all kinds of you know um the way it's the all all kinds of endings right so i always find it really interesting when we get something completely new so going in um things we've kind of already touched on based off of the trailers we've seen and just where we left off in the last jedi we can kind of guess that the resistance is going to be recruiting. Mm-hmm. Um, we can guess that Kylo is the supreme leader, and not sure how the movie starts. I'm excited to see that. Like, where where do we first see Kylo? Is he like, oh my goodness, like I've, is he confident? Is he um, breaking breaking at the seams? Is he desperate? Is he, um, you know? Where where is he? Like I'm I'm excited. To, that's one of my first things I'm looking forward to. Like in the first out or thirty minutes of the movie. I think at the beginning, or if if you want to go by like where do we think these characters are going to start at? To me, I think Kylo starts at the top. He's mm-hmm. at his ultimate baddiness. He's at the highest of highs. 
and he's ready to go. No, no conflict, no anything, just completely full, I'm Supreme Leader, and I'm out here to destroy whatever's left of the resistance, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So. You think we, well, we do, we do know that that scene of him, his mask being rebuilt is yeah. going to be in there. Yeah. Um, maybe that's kind of where the first, one of the first places we see him. Yeah. Um, Actually, because I've always thought the opposite of what you think. I've thought that he, he will see him being a leader and basically acting confident and acting like he's got everything together and being authoritative. But I would, I guess that we're going to, you know, it's not what it seems on the inside. We're going to see a broken. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll get Kylo. that. But at, but at the beginning, excuse me, we'll see it him at the top, right? But right. then, yeah, later... Once he's at the top, he'll realize, oh, well, I'm all the way here at the top. I got everything that I wanted, allegedly, and I still feel empty, or I still feel like something's yeah. missing. What is going on? So, yeah, you have to see him get to that point at the very top, and then once he's there, he realizes, okay, I still mm-hmm. I still feel nothing. So what yeah. what's going on? And that, I think, brings in the conflict later. Right. And I think in a similar way, we'll see Ray have that. Where she'll have some sort of feeling of like, okay, I've done everything, I'm training, I'm at the top of the light side and, and all this, but I still feel like something's kind of missing. What's missing? And it's this, I don't know, hole that they have to fill, right? But mm-hmm. then, and I think that's the thing, they kind of complete each other in that way and, and bring that balance, which was a big theme in the previous one, which I think we're going to touch on, obviously, and this one as well. Right, and I, like I said, I can't match up. Like, there's so many. We've you're right. There were so many scenes of them fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that big one on the Death Star. There's mm-hmm. that one in Kylo's chamber. I guess I don't know what that room that is. It's where right. the Darth Vader helmets in. Right. There's a couple of them, like kind of surrounding or kind of um, facing off. So it's a lot of fighting, and it's just like I don't know, like where in between is there dialogue? Where in between is there this? conflict what are they screaming at each other like i would just love some like angsty emotional not monologues but back and forth because that to me is like so good like that them having those conversations knowing they're on complete opposite sides knowing that they're having to go back to their respective home bases um on either opposite ends but while they're they're connecting over the galaxy and and having this angst and battling each other to me is like Uh, Like, give me that shit, like, all day long. And I think it's been, since this one is set a year after the last one, I think throughout the year of time that's passed, they've probably had multiple confrontations already, and they keep meeting up, they fight a little Mm -hmm. bit, they find a way to escape, and he's just been chasing her this whole time, right? See, I don't know if that's interesting, like, that's also what I'm interested to see in, if they're like that, or if... The first time they're seeing each other in a year? Exactly. Okay. And she's cut... Because she's closed him off completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and or maybe he's just spent the last year just trying to catch her, trying to chase her, right? Yeah, either and or. And finally he's getting closer now. I think I now. would have most preferred if like they hadn't seen each other. Okay. Because that's more emotional to me. And that okay. would be great to see like on screen for the first time. Like The last time they saw each other was her closing the door. Right. Um, and and fucking... whoever... Yeah. Um, and maybe he's been trying to connect. Maybe not. Um, have they sensed each other? Like, there's been that like tension for a year. Right. It's built and built and built and built until finally it comes to fruition. Whenever the first time they see each other is, 
I think that would be awesome. Right. But yeah. But yeah, that's what I'd like. I'm looking. The, the, the first scene of Kylo clearly is like one of my first like checkoff lists. Like I'm looking most forward to mm-hmm. um, where his head is at. Because I think we know where Ray is at pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that'll because that'll set the story in motion. And then a ton of unmasked uh, Adam Driver, please, in this movie. From what yeah. we've seen, we're going to see that. But oh, We'll obviously get that in the more heavy emotional scenes. Mm-hmm. But in the I'm the Supreme Leader, I'm here to kill scenes, he'll be wearing the mask. Yeah. And he'll just be, you know. And like I said, I think we're going to see just a ton of lightsaber battles. Like, they're mm-hmm. going to confront each other a lot of times. And I think it's going to be one of those things where she narrowly escapes. He tracks her. He follows her. They confront again. Mm-hmm. She she narrowly escapes again. And this movie is going to be or they're looking- a lot... Looking for the same thing because oh yeah, or they're looking like for the same thing yeah. and they keep running into each other. Right. And so yeah, so either they're going to be chasing or they're going to be looking for the same thing and mm-hmm. they keep running into each other, which leads to a lot of confrontations and like but you said, a lot resolved. of conversations and and we'll get to see um, all that. You know, so that's exciting. And that'll be that'll be fun to see because what finally changes something will be interesting too. Right, which we don't know. Which we don't know if there is, but there's going to be a point where they talk. Does anything change though? Anything. Can there be a can there be an ending where he doesn't change and he just kind of like well, sure. This is how I am, and I reject reject the old ideas of the Jedi, the old ideas of the Sith. I'm just gonna you know. Yeah, no, and I ultimately think that's where it, he's not going to be like I will now come to the light side. Right. I think it's going to be him. This is these are the living with the choices he's made and wanting. Something similar to like what he told her in the throne room, except maybe not ruling the galaxy, maybe like just fading away into the galaxy. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing is like I can't wrap my head around. Is this whole movie is going to be? I think about how how you deal with your past, I guess, and how do we accept people? A past from where he killed his father. Right. And a past so where... he still has to atone for that. Also, but does he? I don't know. Like, yeah. is this going to be about... Like, I think that's the questions that are going to be surrounding the themes of this film is, like, we, we we see this person like we think we see them, but we don't really know them and know their past or what they've been through. But as an and audience, we have to... We'd like to see him at least atone for it in some way, right? I don't I don't know if I... I do, but then I, I, I'm like... Kill Tan Solo! Yeah, but like, what if there's more to the story than than it appears to be? Like, what if does he need to atone for Han Solo? Yes. Is the Han is the atonement him living with that knowledge that he did that to his father? Because he says something really interesting last night when we watched Last Jedi in the scene where you know it's the shirtless Kylo scene, and she tells him you hated your father, and he's like, no, I didn't, and and that was interesting to me, like because I always thought he hated him and we always assumed that he just hated his father but really I think he hates Luke more um, so I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this but but does he has he already atoned are we going to he hasn't atoned I mean okay fine you as an audience can be more uh, more forgiving you know than other people I guess but then, in terms of the characters, like um, at least for Ray, at least for Finn, maybe Poe is up to speed at this point. 
to them, he's like, hey, yeah, this is the Supreme Leader guy. He's been trying to destroy us this whole mm-hmm. time. He He's after us. We keep running into him, I guess, maybe in this movie. And every time we run into him, he's trying to kill Ray or he's trying to kill us. And uh, Ray's the only one that had those intimate moments with him in the previous one. Everyone else still sees him as a baddie oh, that well, Luke yeah. had to stand up to in the last one. And who Luke ended up sacrificing himself to give them a chance to escape. So to them, it's not going to... I don't think you can flip a switch and then Finn's like, oh, we're cool now. No, and I you think know. that's going to be the angst of this movie. I right. think that's going to be a part, a fundamental part of like this telling the story. So that's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm trying to say. That I think there's going to be... There, there has scene, to be yeah. some sort of atonement, some sort of sacrifice, some sort of something that the characters in the movie will be able to say, okay, Kylo, we accept you. Uh, on this side now, you can be Ben Solo again or Kylo, who, whoever you want to be, right? But then, but it's going to take something. They're not going to just be able to just slip a switch and say, "Okay, you're on our side now. We're cool. Everything well, yeah, you did doesn't no, matter now." No, because then I think that's going to be the uh, a critical, like one of the the conflicts between Ray and the Resistance is she still believes in him, and they're like, "What? Like, oh, a do they even know what happened in the throne room scene? B." If they do find out that they have this connection, or 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 C, like like B, like okay, like why do you why do you think this? He's the ultimate baddie. Why do you does think this she guy... does she believe in him though? She closed the door on him. I don't think. So. I think we're gonna find that she still does. There's okay. something in there that either if she, that she wants it. I think deep down inside she wants. She knows that they have. This but in connection. this movie, is she actively gonna try like she did in the last one, where she's like, if I go to him. He will turn. Think, no, I don't Is think she so. actively going to look to try to turn him? I think I think it's the opposite, maybe. What do you mean? He he tries to come to her. For what reason? To try to turn her? No, to try to say forgive me or something like that. Like, okay, something like that. Because you was you, but I do think that deep down, Ray as a character wants him to be Ben. Mm-hmm. Clearly, she did in the last movie. Um, in this one, I think. She deep down she wants it. She's not going to show it, and she's not going to admit it. But I think there is a want there in that little drive, kind of this connection in the the next this final film. Mm-hmm. But that being said, she knows that like nobody else will understand why that that is there. And clearly, Finn and Poe and the Resistance are going to be like, what What are you talking about? Yeah, because they weren't they weren't yeah. on the island, and this they is weren't the, having this is the biggest baddie with... of all time. Why right. Why do you think he can have any small speck of light in him? Right. And I think that'll be a conflicting or something, some sort of conflict on that side. Right. I don't know. I'm just thinking like emotionally, this movie is going to be a lot of places. Yeah. I'm excited for it. At the end of the day, I don't know. What do you think they're going to do with Leia? I know they're using the reused footage or unused footage from The Force Awakens. Um, but I think... And the good thing is we go into this movie understanding that. Yeah. And so however, however they it made looks, it work and however yeah. it looks, we're just going to kind of... We're going to accept that. Have to accept it because yeah. there is no other way. But, I mean, I think from what I can tell, Leia's going to be in this maybe what a couple minutes tops mm-hmm. and that's it and then we yeah. move on i think we we have to i think we have to understand like you're right like it's more respectful to however they pulled it off to her um than just writing her off as like oh leia blew up in a x-wing um mm-hmm. a couple a couple months ago boohoo and they're at her funeral mm-hmm. um but yeah we have to be understanding i think 
thinking about the scenes she had in mm-hmm. Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Um, particularly in The Force Awakens, it's a lot of her talking to Han and about Ben, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, because I think all of us could have assumed that if Carrie Fisher was still alive mm-hmm. and we were still in, you know, redeeming Kylo uh, for Ben was still on the table, she would have been pivotal. No. Uh, to that, but because it was supposed to be her movie, um, but but we don't have Carrie this time, so I think, I mean, you use her in broad strokes, like mm-hmm. her lines are going to be very vague, but probably carry a lot of the message of this movie because she was still supposed to be important, but we're not going to see her a lot. Yeah. Um, and we have to be understanding of that. And I hope right. people are understanding of that. Yeah, they have to be. And they, I think they put that front and center every time they had a TV interview and, and people would always ask, oh, so, you know, we're using unused footage and we're doing this and that. So that's already been out there. That's already been discussed. So people watching it have to understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Finn? Finn, I mean, from what I can tell, Finn hopefully will have something completely new. Uh, in the last few movies, he kind of he serves the um, the hey, I used to be part of the bad guys, so I know the secrets, right? I know how to mm-hmm. deactivate the hyperspace tracking. I know how to, you know, destroy the Star Killer base mm-hmm. core thing or whatever it was. So hopefully, in this one, he has more of a role of hey, I'm full on the resistance now. I'm completely committed to the mission and you don't need me as a in to destroy something mm-hmm. you need me because i'm a resistance general or commander or someone mm-hmm. in a leadership position that i'm going to go out and you know fight for this cause because mm-hmm. i believe in it and i believe in you know ray i believe in poe i believe in my team and uh this is the cause that i want to fight for and the reason i left the the uh first order for you know i think I'm excited to see kind of Finn take that place of like the heart of the resistance, mm-hmm. like the, the true heart and cause mm-hmm. and fight yeah. in the resistance. Um, because I think that's the lesson he learned in the last Jedi. Right. And it'll be hope it'll, it'll be nice to see him kind of carry that beat in this last movie. Right. Um, because that, that's what he learned. You know, he went from being a, just wanting to, to get out of there, get out of town and flee the first order to meeting Ray. And then in The Last Jedi, just wanting to save Rey, his friend that he made. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of The Last Jedi, truly believing in the cause and was willing to give his life for it. Um, right. He In the last in the last one, he, he finally picked a side, right? Because yeah. we saw in Force Awakens, he kind of left and he deserted, but he wasn't fully committed into like the resistance cause. He's like, this isn't my thing to fight, right? Yeah. Then he met Rey and he really cares about Rey. So his whole thing in the, in the second one was... I need to bring her back safe. I need to make sure she's okay because that's who I care about. Mm-hmm. But then, and by the end of the lesson he learned at the end of the last one was that, um, and 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 DJ was the character that kind of um, showed him both sides. He's like, "Hey, good guys, bad guys, it's the same thing. Don't mm-hmm. don't pick a side, right?" Mm-hmm. But then at the end, he does pick a side, and he says, "No, that's not true. There is there is a good side, and there is a defined bad side, and I'm gonna pick." the good side mm-hmm. right and and so we'll get to see that finally in this last one should we talk about should we talk about palpatine uh sure yeah like where what has he been up to do we think how deep do you think he will have plotted 
this entire like what he's been doing these entire three movies is there more to that or is he just taking his chance now that he knows snoke is dead like um i think going for a slow burn maybe or slow, right slow um what is it i mean if you're if, if you're gonna bring him back in this way at the end then you're unfortunately you're gonna have to give some sort of exposition to kind of explain what's mm-hmm. been happening right this one's not necessarily right? maybe you can do it but i don't think you can necessarily leave this one to like background type storytelling where like oh behind the scenes this has been happening mm-hmm. you know do you think big deal you I, think I think he's been using people in the first order do you think he has pawns? I mean, I'm sure they're going to write it in a way to where it'll have an explanation. And this is something that a lot of the fans have been clamoring for, some sort of backstory to Snoke or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to be part... That backstory for Snoke is going to probably explain how the Emperor has been around or what he's been doing, right? So that hopefully will appease mm-hmm. that that set of, of fans, right? Mm-hmm. And in that way, also give an explanation for... What has Palpatine been doing this whole time? Is he even a physical form? Mm-hmm. Is he some sort of force ghost or Sith ghost or whatever you want to call it? Is he, what's he up to, right? And I think, yeah, you have to give some explanation. I'm sure we'll get the deepest, most uh, detailed explanation in a book or in a comic right. or in something off screen because you only have two and a half hours to tell the story. You can't have Palpatine and you're wrapping yeah. up this whole thing. You can't have Palpatine sit there on his chair and give you a whole one hour long explanation saying, hey guys, let me sit you down and give you detail you by detail tale. everything that I've been doing this whole time. No, they can't do that. And I don't want them to. I think as long as it's something like, hey, you know what? I've orchestrated all this. I'm hanging out and this is my time to strike and you know you can go read the comic book later and explain you know it'll be at march 30th exactly everything that i've been doing but yeah i mean that's i think how they'll approach it which is interesting to because i i would not have thought that they would bring the emperor back but Mm -hmm. that's really cool that they are so if you're going to bring him back then give me a cool explanation as to why and then we get to see more emperor so that's exciting because the actor is really good and a lot of people like him. A lot of the fans like him, and, and he's been he's been around since the beginning, right? So this is kind of a, a celebration of um, bringing characters back that have been there. Or, I mean, you know, they brought him back, who's been there from Empire. Actually, no, he wasn't in Empire. They had a different guy. And then later they 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 they, they used some digital stuff to put him in that one. But then he was in Return. He was in um, the prequels, and so now he gets to come back for the final one. And then the same thing with Lando, right? They're bringing him back. So that's exciting that all these previous characters that people have been wanting to see are going to get some right. screen time in this one. Um, what about the new characters like Lando and Janna that we're getting? Mm-hmm. Do you think... I think Janna's going to be like Lando's daughter or something. Yeah, I think that that's kind of like... That kind of makes sense. And I think that's yeah. been implied. And then I think... Uh, I'm excited for like Zori Bliss just to kind of give Poe some some more backstory mm-hmm. and kind of get what he's been up to in the past before he was like a resistance general or commander or whatever he is now. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, no, I think I think I'm I like new characters. Um, they all look cool. The actors seem really neat um, as well. 
I think it's just I get nervous because there's like okay we only have two and a half hours here and every time that we have a new character having a lot of screen time they, that takes away take from care. the others yeah. but I mean I get it like I mean there will be right. purpose and I'm sure like you know this happens all the time like for instance, Gwendolyn Christie was on like the press tour of The Last Jedi, yeah. and she was only on the screen for like maybe four minutes Five, total. Five, ten minutes total, yeah. yeah. Um, and she was always with a principal character, too. So, yeah, so, yeah no, I'm I'm excited. I think, um, are we looking, for, is there a particular planet you're looking forward to seeing? Or and maybe something we haven't seen in the trailers yet? Or, oh, we haven't even talked about the 3PO thing. Oh, yeah. Like, the... The what's his deal and the mm-hmm. red eyes and the whole yeah. looking um the whole line he has in the trailer with right. taking one last look at my friends yeah yeah i don't know i mean to answer your first question for planets like i mean to me that's not that's not a big deal i don't i know there's a lot of people that are big fans of like oh world building and all these things we can like, watch to- go watch game of thrones go watch some... Does Game of Thrones world build? That's all that Game of Thrones is. I guess. No, I mean, I, I guess to me, world building means like new planets, new cities, new lore, lore and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, I don't mean, care about that stuff. To me, I'm more about, I care about like characters. Give me good characters, good acting, mm-hmm. good um, stories in that way. I don't necessarily care about the background and yeah. the lore and everything. I, I think that, that's pretty, just me. Though. I'm sure. Yeah, but I don't need to see. I mean, I'm all for seeing real places and real deserts and jungles and yeah. seas and oceans and whatever. But um, I'm more interested in what's what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and the characters. Yeah, than characters I am are more important. A village somewhere. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's cool. To, it's cool to characters see these what characters. you relate to. You don't relate to, to a planet. You don't yeah. relate to you know some fancy city or whatever. You relate to the characters. Some set of rules and or the like that. and the the dynamics of those characters with other characters and the the emotions and the struggles that they go through. So yeah, that's my answer to that. In terms of 3PO, I think um, I think JJ did a good job in it seems like he's going to put 3PO more front and center in mm-hmm. this one, which I think is really good as a homage to Anthony Daniels, who's going to be the only actor to have been in all nine, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's really cool that He's going to get to have this final, uh, I guess, last hurrah as 3PO, and he'll, he'll be more heavily involved. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting to see. And I think he deserves that, right? As as being the only character that was in all nine outside of... The only human character, right? Because I guess R2 was also in all nine. And, and I think somewhere I read something about how Lucas always said that really the story is kind of seen through the lens... Of 3PO and R2. Which is interesting you say that because I think that a part of his, um, what he's going to give to this story is, I just have this feeling that they're unlocking all his memories that were deleted Mm -hmm. in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And for whatever reason, we're, that part of that is going to play into, um, them and the Resistance needing something from Mm -hmm. those memories. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and C-3PO is the key to that. And mm-hmm. that would be a nice little homage to him. And I don't know why. I, it's Well, mostly it's because when he said because about said, taking a last look at my friends. Right. Because he has all this flooding back to him. Right. Yeah. And what that means for the... I don't know. But that just seems like something that is happening and going on. Right. No, that'd be really cool. It's a cool theory. That'd be interesting if 
there's a way to for three PO to look into like his memory banks mm-hmm. and have all the because he was there with Annie. I mean, Anakin created him, right? Yeah. So he got to see all the prequel. He was all in the original trilogy. He was at Anakin and, and now, Padme's wedding. He yeah. was at, like actually they were the only ones there. Yes, they were the only ones there. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, there's a ton of yeah that would be interesting to see like if that's something they need what they need from that memory right or from him right um but yeah yeah I think we need to start getting ready any final thoughts as we enter the last four hours yeah until Rise of Skywalker oh yeah these are, these are the final hours that you're gonna have no idea how I this know. movie oh, is gonna God. go so I, w- I want it. I'm so excited, but at the same time, it is like a little bit. It's bittersweet. It, this yeah. is the true bittersweetness right now. Yeah, it's been. We. I remember watching the trailer with you for Force Awakens, um, and then going to Back that in first like 2014. Premiere. Yeah, yeah. A long time ago. It's been five years. Yeah, um, it, which isn't a long time in the grand scheme of things. It but, isn't no. But it's felt so long ago. Mm-hmm. Like the, the who we were back then just feels so different. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just I'm incredibly excited. I'm going to enjoy every single moment in the theater mm-hmm. of this experience. Um, I it's been an incredible journey leading up to this. Mm-hmm. Like to think of, I know you said this before, and it is really nerdy, but like how we don't want like I don't want like liking Star Wars to be a characteristic or per- personality trait of mine. Mm-hmm. And how cheesy it sounds to say that it's meant a lot to us over the past years, but it kind of has. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been something we've done together mm-hmm. for five years now. Um, it, it was there when we got engaged. I mean, it was, it's been, it'll be incorporated into our wedding in some, some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, when I have kids later, it'll be like a special moment to bring them into this universe. So it's meant a lot, and it's an incredible honor to be able to watch this live tonight. And watch this close out. I mean, it's fun. It's always fun to be a part of a fandom. Be it Star Wars. Be it Marvel. Be it, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't know, a TV show or whatever. It's always fun to be a part of uh, some sort of cultural, pop cultural zeitgeist. And, you know, everyone's kind of watching it together. And we're all living it at the same time. That's fun to be a part of. And, And Star Wars, obviously, is no exception to that. The cool thing about this franchise in particular is that it's been around. I mean, and so has other stuff. It's been around for a long time, right? But but this one, this... but this one's doing something unique where it's telling, you know, a story in nine parts, and 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 it's something that started back in 1977, and it's finally you know finishing out here in 2019, right? Forty something odd years later, forty two years later. So. Um, yeah, that's great. That that's that's it's always fun to to be a part of that, and I'm sure you know we'll continue watching these movies. Mm-hmm. We'll continue watching you know the next installments of whatever comes next after this, and we'll be fans of something else at some point as well. And we'll get into that, and, mm-hmm. and that's always fun to do. You know. All right. Well, we'll be back with. I guess we'll do like a. Re- should we do like a reaction? Uh, we can like a thirty minute like hot like just kind of spewing fresh before, off. before fresh off before we 
go on the internet. I would like to do one before we go on the internet. Yeah. And I'm, I think I'm before I think I'd like to watch it twice before I go and read anything online. I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. I'm well. I was trying to do the whole weekend. Okay. With, but I don't know if that'll happen. Because I don't. I because to me, when once you go online and and you see either the negative or the positive or whatever, however people are reacting. Um, I think it kind of it it could skew your your thinking. It could skew like, you know, the, the thing I like to say is that no one's going to take away your initial reaction. Mm-hmm. You know, right off, fresh off out of the movie, right? No one takes that away mm-hmm. from you. How you felt in the experience, how what your mind was thinking, all that. And then when you start reading stuff, then it kind of takes away from that a little bit. So I think yeah. it's always better to stay away as long as possible and have your own opinion right not formed by mm-hmm. the hive mind of the internet it's better right. to have your own how did you actually feel what did you actually think your genuine natural opinion that wasn't tainted by anyone else right and i'm looking forward to moments like you had seeing yoda appear on screen for the first time me that moment in the throne room where i'm like right. oh my god what the possibilities are here endless what is happening right that that like that literally like butterfly yeah. in your stomach yeah, in the, the theater. surprise the excitement yeah. the excitement and that's what i'm looking hopefully having moments like that tonight i um, think we will i think we will i think I we think, will i think we will and i think we have to i mean yeah you're, you're closing this out like throw everything at it you yeah know? go for it go, go for, for it, it jj yeah go for it and i think he did yeah so that's exciting all right well Signing off, uh, the next time you hear our voices, they will be voices that have heard and seen the Rise of Skywalker. All right. All right. See you later, guys. See ya. Bye-bye.